Hello, hello, and welcome to Adapter Pals, where we take the DC slate and just have a look at it, really. Just, just see what see what the go is. My name is Jack, aka a Forgotten Donut, and joining me, as always, it's me, Dustin, aka Dustin. How's it going, Dustin? Oh, it's been a pretty exciting day, hasn't it? Oh yeah, this episode's delayed because we had to wait. He yeah, promised we'll us like by by January, January, and I tell you, he waited. <laughs> it was the last minute, quite last literally. possible moment. In Australia, it was February 1st, so... I can't believe he fucked he Australian to the fans Australians. Like How dare yeah. Fuck you, James Gunn. I actually hate uh, no. all the slate now just because uh, I don't like being lied to. It's dishonest. So, this week on Adapter Pals, thank you for joining us as we ask the question, what the fuck's going on at DC? What is? What the fuck is going on at DC? i tell you what the fuck is going on. I had never seen, this is so unrelated to anything, mm. I had never seen a picture of Peter uh, Saffron. Saffron? That's a handsome man. He is. He's like, he's, yeah, he's quite handsome. I like this because we've got the Hollywood Reporter article open. Yeah. You've got like James Gunn sort of serious glaring into the camera. Mm-hmm. It looks like a mugshot almost. And you've got Peter Saffron like grinning like the dude who put him there. Um, <laughs> Peter Saffron looks like he just went, hey. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm running the DC Universe and believe that's James. <laughs> he's James. I control him because he is yeah. nuts <laughs> james gunn does not look like he wants to be in that photo it's pretty good all right so uh, should we i mean i'm sure everyone knows the story though, real quick to compliment james gunn though oh yeah we've get, i Handsome think that man. the white hair and the white hair and the white beard certainly a look and i i, I respect it 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 works for him I yeah he really he looks I so much less like a he went gray yeah i love pictures of him no beard brown hair dweeb Grey hair, beard, woof. Yeah, I think yeah, he just owned that he was going grey. I think that's pretty awesome. I have to say that because I'm already going grey and it's rude. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I have to just be like, yep, it, actually grey is cool. It makes me look like the Witcher, a uh, big fat Witcher. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> yeah, the Witcher who hunts food. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You fucking got me there. <laughs> that was not as funny as you laughed. <laughs> I liked it. I actually did really like it. I didn't like that I fake laughed, but I also laughed a bit. (laughs) It was... I wasn't expecting it. It was a surprise burn. (laughs) So this week, DC has finally announced, like we said, their slate Mm. of new movies. So you may remember a few months ago... Yeah, let's just go um, over the the nuts. (laughs) We did an episode that was like, what's DC gonna do? We both pitched some fun ideas about, like where DC might go. Um, I said that they should set it in the 50s, and obviously that was never going to happen. I made a reasonable... No, I didn't. I started with uh, World's Finest. So we both were... Yeah, exactly. Both pretty mental shit, but... But yeah, so they've actually, like, announced a proper plan. Mm. And my friend said to me this morning, like, he messaged me when it went live, and I happened to be awake because I was gaming. He messaged me, he goes, it feels so good. To not be embarrassed to be a DC fan. <laughs> it's, it's a rare they, feeling. Because they have, like, a plan. And it's pretty interesting. Because the history of DC is... Oh, yeah, mental. let's do that Let's just do what a quick, like, little 
from the DCU. Mm. So we had we had the Dark Knight trilogy. That's yep. uh, that's I think where we need to start this little story. Yeah, and don't worry, we won't spend well, too the long. The Dark don't Knight stress. trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy explains everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy was a trendsetter for yep. DC, like for comic book movie for movies. Really, it changed, especially the Dark Knight. It changed everything. They were like, you can take something silly and make it adult and cool, mm. and. DC learnt, and I, this is going to become a running theme, learnt the wrong lesson hmm. from that. They didn't learn, take your characters seriously. They learnt, put your characters in the quote-unquote real world, in realism. Um, which I think was their first misstep. I think it makes sense to do it... When you've got literally nothing left. Yeah. In terms of... Well, that's not even true. Um, D- Marvel had nothing left when they made the MCU. That makes sense. Um, DC had everything. They had all their properties and they still chose to go with the Dark Knight thing. But it worked for Batman. Absolutely, and, it worked for Batman. And then they were like... So after that trilogy finished, <laughs> they are like, Hey, Christopher Nolan, would you like to assist Zack Snyder in creating the, the DC cinematic universe of films and boy he, he it was probably looked over the script i guess i don't know he was a producer on man of steel like yeah, but he how was much involved. is that like i believe I, I would not believe i wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't there very often so as i understand it the decision to have superman snap zod's neck mm-hmm was Zack Snyder's and it was something I That's think that, Yeah, but I think it was something that Christopher Nolan was not in favour of and mm. he wanted like a different ending or something. Um and Zack Snyder was like, no 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 it has to be this. So I think he was like properly involved. It's later okay. on, like he left after that, I think. Yeah. He's not he's not credited on oh, BBS God, no. as far as I remember. Um so, but yeah, yeah. DC saw Marvel and went, We can do that, but what if we made it serious like the Dark Knight? That would surely make all the money. So they and I think on paper they got an, they were trying to be different. They got an auteur. Yeah. Say what you will about Zack Snyder, he is an auteur. He has a vision, and he he made the Man of Steel, which was received like it was okay. I think I, I would say mixed reviews. Man of Steel, yeah, mixed to negative. I don't hate the movie. I think it's fine. I think it's. Could... Fine. I would never choose to put it on. You don't have to lie, Jack. You can say how you feel. I don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate Man of Steel. The last no, I watch don't. I had it's of Man a... of Steel, it was pretty boring for a lot of it. It was you and me. We watched it together, yeah. right? Yeah. It was fine. It was a night. Um... But it had, uh, at the very end of the movie, 19 to 20 9-11s happening. Yeah. And Superman... The whole movie was not Superman. It was set in this quote-unquote realistic world uh, where everyone is miserable. That's what realism actually means. Everyone's just miserable and it's great. Everyone's miserable and life sucks and there is no hope. Even when, like, a superhero rocks up, there is still no hope. And Superman saved no one but that one family after he destroyed countless buildings and did all those yep. 9-11s. And yep. some people had issue with that. And fair enough, because it didn't feel why. like a Superman film. I don't know why people would be upset about that. <laughs> why did Super- I, I actually like it when Superman does 9-11. It's good. It's interesting, because I think I liked Men of Steel a lot 
when it came out because I wasn't really a Superman fan. So I was like, wow, I'm a fan of this character. Yeah, totally. I'm a fan of what they've done. It made me like Superman. And then I learned about Superman. I'm like, oh no. It it was perfect. When, when did Man of Steel come out? That was 2013. So I was 14 years 10 old. 10 years this year. Fuck that. I was 14 years old. There you go. I'm 24 and going gray. Um, yeah. I was 14 years old. And that's the perfect age for that movie. Yeah. Zack Snyder makes movies for thirteen to sixteen-year-old boys, and that's it. Well, I, no, he makes he makes movies for thirty-year-olds who think that they're uh, <laughs> yeah, s- yeah, still yeah. thirteen, fourteen-year-old uh, boys at the prime of their youth. Um, so it's going to be a running theme of oh, I liked that movie when I was that age because yeah, when I was fourteen, I came out of it and was like, that's awesome. Superman was actually cool for once. When yeah, I've since learned that's not what makes Superman cool. Yeah, it turns out that being cool is being kind. Mm. And kind is cool. But, you know what it was really weird, Jack? What? They made that film, and then they made BVS, which just doubled down on that. But then they were like, these aren't making money. So what if what if our DC Universe was, like, light and quippy, and it was, like, Marvel, and it was, like, silly? And then they made this, like, they made Suicide Squad. So hang on, before they did that, <laughs> before, just to rewind just a little bit. Yeah. They looked at BVS, which did the same thing. Zack Snyder doubled down on his nonsense. He was like, they... I'm taking out 40% more of the colour. <laughs> yeah. They also managed to put all the cameo... They they wanted to rush into the, the Marvel. They were seeing Marvel and Avengers make all the money, and they're like, we just gotta do it. Just make Batman watch uh, trailers in the middle of the movie mm. for the rest of the movies. And they announced Flash. They announced Aquaman. They announced Wonder Woman. They announced uh, Cyborg. Hoo-hoo! How many of those movies came out? Two. Two of them. You know what's interesting? Hmm. The original teaser for Man of Steel is like some shots, I think, of sort of Clark milling about. And then the final shot, and it's set to some Lord of the Rings music, the final shot is like him shooting up into the sky. He breaks his hand barrier. It's amazing. Yeah, um it's like one of those videos from Batman yeah, vs. Superman. It it's really sort of is. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, you know, shot on an iPhone or whatever, and mm. there's um, there's some super thing happening, but it's very real, and it's you so roam fun. around it. But yeah, they learned from BBS. BBS got panned, rightfully so. It's a terrible movie. And they went, okay, yeah. we just got to make it, we just got to make it light, like Marvel. Just make it light like Marvel. Marvel, people love Marvel, make it light. So they forced the su- uh, Suicide Squad, which was being made, uh, to change its entire direction. Mm. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, that movie was going to be awful either way. But they re-edited it and made it even worse than it would have been. Yeah. And it, that is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It broke my brain. I walked out of it liking it, because I was mm. that age. I'm just glad that we don't do content where we rewatch movies, because then we don't have to watch it for a particular reason. I remember, and I mentioned this on the podcast before, but it was still one of the mm. best and drunkest I've ever been. Um, we watched, me and a couple of friends watched Suicide Squad with a drinking rule of any time any of us went, ugh, uh, we had to drink. Amazing. Just any of us had to. Any of us made a disapproving <coughs> noise or like just got sick of the movie. I <laughs> I have never been so drunk and will probably never be so drunk. That's so good. The amount of times something would happen. Sometimes we didn't even make a noise. We just looked at each other and went, 
yep, okay, it's drink time. Because <laughs> fuck that movie. Um, they made Wonder Woman. That was the first okay one. But it was still... Yeah. I think it's one of the blandest movies I've ever seen. But bland is better than terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You could eat... I would eat a bland pasta over a terrible pasta. But I would watch a terrible movie over a bland movie. That's true. That's a good I'd point. I'd watch The Room over... Wonder Woman. <laughs> what do you? Are you? Uh, I don't think you're going to commit to that. If I if I put them both on the table in front of you, um, I'm watching the room, of course. If it's with my good one... friend uh, Dustin, but if I'm, I'm on my own, one... watching the one with the beautiful woman kicking ass. Um, yeah, I guess the room. The room. Yeah. Something so, is beautiful. So it's a tumultuous run. They then, like after Wonder Woman, they did Justice League that very same year. But they did. They they, they fired. Z- this is this is where I think the crux of it comes. They did a bad Justice League. They got rid of Zack Snyder halfway through, which do not get me wrong. Zack Snyder's Justice League also sucks. Big, big. Just mm. oh, it's the worst. It's not good. Um, but they got Joss Sweden to finish and basically remake Justice League. Yeah, and that for some reason got people to go crazy. To just go insane. All they wanted was the real Justice League movie. And they made a few, a bunch of movies in between. They made an Aquaman or two. Uh, they, they made a Shazam. Aquaman, they made Shazam. Uh, whatchamacallit. Fucking Birds of Prey, the movie I always forget exists. Oh yeah, that does exist. Yeah, right? I, Aquaman is the one movie. Aquaman Shazam. Shazam's good. Aquaman is not. But Aquaman and Shazam probably represent... The two movies that like were the best the at best what they, 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 yeah, but like what they could have been going for the whole time, like with costuming, yeah. mm-hmm. like it's bright and it's it's hopeful. I love all the costumes, by the way, in the DC films, except maybe Superman's. You know that needs Superman's more awful. color. Never do an alien, but like, costume. yeah, but like all the costumes are good. So the, there's there's a silver lining that all these movies had good costuming overall. Yeah, and they nailed like the look of these characters. They just did not nail the tone, except for Shazam. I think Aquaman. Aquaman's just a bad movie, but it nails the tone, like the silly tone, and he gets the orange and green costume. It's awesome, but the movie still sucks. Absolutely. Um, the next thing then, we get is Zack Snyder's Justice League, and it's terrible. It's, it's terrible people, again. But there is a certain subsect of the fan base, the nutters, who love it, and they <laughs> love it. So fucking much. They are just. They will abuse anything that isn't suggesting mm. that Zack Snyder will not be in charge of everything. And. Which. That is like. It's. I think the main thing about all these films is there is no consistency. They learn the no, wrong lessons every time. Every single time, yeah. And there and was they, never they don't even... a plan. They don't even take place in the same universe. No. Um, they can't. They, just, they there's no way that can't. Shazam... Yeah, Shazam cannot exist in the same universe as Batman versus Superman. Black Adam, which came out last year, we reviewed it, mm-hmm. cannot exist in the same universe as Batman. Uh, no, it was Batman versus Superman, I don't think. like I don't think that the, any of them feel like they, they don't take place right. in the same universe. Except for Zack Snyder's stuff. Zack Snyder's stuff just sucks. It's just a terrible <laughs> universe where he wanted to have Batman yeah. and Lois Lane fuck. And it's a terrible universe where the characters 
well, like you said, they fuck. It's like they act out of character. They don't, mm. you know, they don't behave like themselves. Batman, you know, he kills people and he's Superman angry is the most for the wrong reason. <laughs> Superman's depressed. And he's not giving hope. Like, and and Wonder Woman's an idiot or something. Um, it's ridiculous. She... But there's one shining light. Black Adam. Black Adam. The <laughs> Suicide Squad comes out. Yeah. Directed by James Gunn, and it, I think genuinely it shows exactly what this new universe is going to be yeah it is 10 times better than the original suicide squad actually it just no, kind of nails because it. 10 times a zero out of 10 is still zero but like you know <laughs> um it nails the theme and it is like a soft reboot you've got a couple of yeah. the same actors you got a couple that are like a little bit mixed up it's not outwardly saying it's not connected but it is it does have you know some threads yeah, and and it it's nails great. it like it's an awesome movie. Peacemaker, it nails great, being fun and stupid, and yes, Peacemaker, just fun, campy comic book nonsense with like a bit of an adult edge. I love so it. after after Black Adam is released and bombs, it is announced. It was after that it, uh, James Gunn was announced, right, or was it before? I think it was just before. Either way, around Black Adam, uh, when yeah, they knew what dog shit dog fire fucking they were gonna get themselves into they announced James Gunn and well, you Peter gotta, yeah cause DC also went through a pretty tumultuous phase where it was owned by like well, Warner Brothers oh was owned God, by like yeah. a couple of different people I think that they were bought by I think they were gonna be they were gonna be bought by like AT&T or something mm. but that fell through Probably... And then Discovery bought them. Like it's like they were supposed to be bought, and it was all going through. And they're like, okay, this is, we're, we're getting ready to do a plan, and then they fell through. Um, and then Discovery bought them, and David Zaslav sort of came in, and he started cancelling shit left, right, and centre. Um, and then employed <clears throat> James Gunn and Peter Safran. And I think that's a perfect pair. I don't know much about Peter so. Safran. He seems like a producer. Yeah, I think that was what his background was. I was saying to you off the pod. I think James Gunn is a wonderful creative mind mm. that might need some reining in. So if yeah, that's well, what Peter Safran is there to do, just kind of rein him in a little bit, just put I his think, crazier ideas to bed. I think when oh, yeah. it comes to IP stuff, yeah, absolutely. Because like his movie Super is pretty awesome. Mm. Um, so Super is one of James Gunn's very early. Um, films and early uh, forays into comic book movies where it's like set in the real world and a guy becomes a like a superhero and he's basically just a vigilante who's like going around beating the shit out of people and killing people or whatever and it's pretty fucked up but I'm like that absolutely works for that world where it's the, it is essentially the real world or at least a heightened version of the real world but like for a comic book IP that has so much history I think yeah absolutely he needs someone there to like a hand on the shoulder that's sort of Hey, can, maybe, uh, maybe we don't have to yeah, do that. Yeah, can, can tone down the, the weirder ideas and maybe um, make sure that the material is being presented as like accurately and respectfully as possible. But I know? think, like, it. hopefully, I say I say this mm. all not knowing people, The because what's-his-face, Kevin Feige is a producer as well. That's his background. Yeah. 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 And we are starting to see a lot of... I mean, I say starting. Everyone's kind of getting sick of the Marvel formula. The same yeah. shit over and over and over, just with a different coat of paint. Yeah. It, the movies are made the same way. They have the same colour grading, the same design, the same everything. 
Yeah. And that feels very producer, you know. Everything has well, to be in line so every movie will be exactly the same. Yeah. If we have that combination of producer and creative auteur, then hopefully you'll get, like, Peter Safran making sure shit's connected and James Gunn being like, but do your own shit. If yeah, we get hopefully. a creatively written, creatively directed movie, I think we should thank James Gunn and if it all makes sense, I think we should thank <laughs> Peter Safran, you know? Do you, um, do you think that James Gunn's going to be writing everything for the f- first chapter, as they're calling it, or...? I think he's definitely going to be involved in the writing of everything. Yeah. Because he's definitely he's... writing one of them, which we'll get into. Well, yeah, he's, I think he's we're actually ready for writing, writing two things. Yeah, so, I was going to say, without further ado, Jack, mm-hmm. what has been announced... Alright, he announced his DC slate. He did Begin. a great little video. I was so happy that he did a great little video. Went for like five minutes on Just him Twitter. chatting. It was just, just him chatting. And like, cause when I read through what we're about to sort of talk about, I was not sold immediately. I was like, I had a couple of uh, reservations. Mm-hmm. And now I watched his video and I'm like, ah, oh, that all makes more sense now. I can get behind it and I can see that you're passionate. Um... Mm. So yeah, I think that watching his little video where it was all explained a bit better, I'm excited about. But we have to, we do have to start with, like the uh, housekeeping of it all. Yes, he um, did say um, Flash is still coming out. Yeah. Then Aquaman, then Blue yeah. Beetle, and then something else. I think that was it. I feel like there's another Shazam. We're forgetting Shazam. Oh Shazam! Other... Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, so yeah. those four movies will, will come out. Yeah. Um, but he did say that Flash will reset the DC universe. Yeah. Now that's the first movie coming out. Is this the first movie coming it's out? It's the first one coming out of those four. No. Unless Shazam. No, because Shazam, Shazam is next month, right? Yeah. Okay. Shazam then Flash, I believe. Yeah. Or is it Shazam Aquaman? No, because Aquaman is after the Flash. Yeah. I hate DC. So, hopefully, I doubt this is what it means, because we've got some <coughs> we've got some weird overlap. Overlay, Shazam but... is on the 16th of March, that's two months away. So, he said Flash was going to reset the universe, but Aquaman and Blue Beetle are set in the old DC universe, so whether they will continue on... And, like, they'll be the first movies of this new slate. I'm not sure. Or if they'll be, yeah. like, the last hurrah and they'll end with the reset. I don't know. I'm it's very strange. I'm hoping it will end yeah. with a reset. But yeah, there's already some, like, the... follow-up cast. Yeah, because The Flash comes out in June this year, mm-hmm. June 16th. And it's this year? Though, to be on the 16th. Oh, yeah, apparently dude, it's... fucking hell. Apparently it's June 16th, 2023. So we've got um, Shazam is March 16th, so that's a month and a half away. It's uh, pretty much exactly a month and a half away. Uh, and then Flash on June 16th, 2023, so that's this year. And then after that, I believe it's Aquaman then. Aquaman right. and the Lost Kingdom, still a terrible name. 25th of December. Finishing with Blue Beetle. Yeah. But hopefully we can just put them to the side. Oh, Blue Beetle's August. Okay, so Aquaman's the final one. Okay. I think four DC movies this year. That's ridiculous. That's Hopefully big. they'll all end with, like, a big white... Like, the end credit scene will be them talking, and then they just poof out of existence, and we get a new world. 
Getting four DC movies and like one of them will probably be alright. What do you mean? Which one? Blue Beetle? I think Blue Beetle will probably be good. because I think Shazam like... might have been good, but it's going to be weird now listening to uh, anti-vaxxer fucking Zachary Levi. That was so funny. Why would you do that? Right why before the movie post, comes out. Why would you post that a month before the movie comes out? It's and, wild. And, and like right before tickets go and sell. What is wrong with you, Zachary <laughs> Levi? If you want to have those opinions, which like he's also apparently following Stephen Crowder, who is like oh god major right wing. He's the guy that's like um, climate change isn't real. Change my mind. Uh, actually, there's uh, only two genders. Like he's that cunt. Yeah, he's um, yeah he's he's change my mind guy. So oh. like. Yeah, he follows him. He's talking about how Jordan Peterson's the best. If you watch Jordan Peterson, I just, I really need this said. Stop. Just, I don't want to say go fuck yourself because I get it. He's a, he's good at talking, but he's a fuckhead. That's my political side out. So he, yeah, like, just for those of you who don't know, Zachary Levi just, like, made a post... And it was super ambiguous as to whether or not he was like anti-vax or if he was yeah. anti-Pfizer the company. And it was because yeah. like there was a, a like a thing he, shared, he retweeted it. It said like, um, do you Pfizer believe that is Pfizer like, is yes, the like, most dangerous, a dangerous company or whatever? And he no I said, do you believe that Pfizer is like one of the most dangerous threats? Mm. And he retweeted and said, big agree. And it's like that's super ambiguous because are you saying you're an anti-vaxer or are you saying you're against big pharma? Because those and are two, that's didn't... like an opinion that's okay. Yeah, and then yeah, he, Pfizer's he under investigation. He didn't follow up for like ten hours or something. <laughs> um, and then, he, like, he shared some like anti-big pharma stuff, but also like he could have just been doing that as damage control. Obviously, we can't really speak to it. But like, all oh, the comments are so funny. It was just all people being like, "Dude, I was gonna watch your movie, but I'm not now." <laughs> just, just shut up. Like, yeah. that's, that's it. Just shut up. Just wait till it's out. So I reckon, like, yeah, because, like, people were like, oh, do you reckon maybe he just got fired? Like, he just got the call from James Gunn. He's like, I'm going to make the movie tank. <laughs> I so, saw yeah. that. I saw the, um, one of my favorite memes is the Vince McMahon, uh, where is that son of a bitch? <laughs> I saw, like, um, producer showing, uh, James Gunn, Zachary Levi's tweet, and just did, where is that son of a bitch? Take him to, take me to him. Where is he? Where's that motherfucker? Because <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. how it feels. Like, that's just exactly shut how the fuck it up. Feels. So, so yeah, we've got those four movies, and I think you're probably right in that the new film, the films that come out after Flashpoint, will probably not be in the new universe because it sounds like because the rumor is that um, Jason Momoa is going to be Lobo. So mm. I doubt he'll continue on as Aquaman. Um, and he so think... and James Gunn has said that Superman, the the Superman film, spoilers I guess, will be like the start of this universe. Yeah. So it'll be the the introduction to the this true start. So let's get into it. Um, well, yeah, chapter um, one. Chapter one. It's called Gods and Monsters. He's also said that uh, they're hoping to combine the TV, live action, animation, even gaming. And everything will try and have the same cast, which is an interesting call. Yeah, I like that. Like, with animation to films and... Mm. Yeah, did you say gaming? I did say gaming. So yeah, if we get yeah. a Superman game, 
it'll be played by whoever Superman. I guess. Can you imagine if they? Can you imagine if the Superman game came out first and like the voice actor was like incredible at voicing Superman, but he's just like really shit on camera. <laughs> he, just, yeah, he, just, he can't change his. He's facial just awkward. Expression. He can't do facial expressions, and he's like. But his voice yeah, is perfect. Ah, uh, it's like ah, uh, he sounds so manly and warm mm. and hopeful and friendly, and then it's like, but he just looks so awkward, and uncomfortable in the costume, and he, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Can't find. Uh, be here for it. That'd be so funny. Alright. Well, I let's... hope that happens. <laughs> let's get let's head into it. Yeah. So his first announcement, we begin with and may I just say bold to begin with uh Creature Commandos. Yeah. Seven so... part animated series. Oh, okay. So have they announced all the episodes and everything? Like like because there's a couple of TV shows got announced. I'm like, are these going to be ongoing TV shows that you don't see an end in sight for when you book them? I, or I don't know. It seems to be ambiguous at this point. Okay. Oh, he has also said that uh, Superman and Lois is continuing unrelated, just for another yeah, season said, or like, two. Yeah, he said it might get another two seasons. And the Batman and, the, and Joker movies are going to be left alone. Cool. Just as those are the housekeeping... They can yeah. left alone. They can do their own thing. The Batman this. Two has an uh, has a release date of October twenty fifth, twenty twenty five. So exciting! That's ages away, but uh, we can yeah. wait. Creature so, Commandos. I know nothing about them except uh, everyone's favorite character from the Suicide Squad, Weasel, will be back. Oh, sick! Okay, that's good because it says here the Creature Commandos. They're set in World War Two. They're a team of military superhumans from World War Two. Uh, they were introduced in Weird War Tales number 93 in 1980. They were mm-hmm. created by J.M. Dematius and Pat Broderick. And the team composed of a human team leader, a werewolf, a vampire, a Frankenstein's monster, and a gorgon. That sounds fucking awesome. So, note that it didn't give them names there. Hmm. Ah, look, here we go. The names are agents. List. R10... Or Aten, the Bogman, Gunner, Hunter, Medusa, Patchwork, Vel- Velcoro, Wolfpack, the GI Robot, and Matthew Shreve. So it sounds just like a, you know, a um, just a bunch of guys. Oh uh, yeah, pretty much a bunch of guys like a, you know from the fifties sort of, you classic know, um, monster classic movies. monster movies like the Hammer sort of monster movies and horror movies and everything. Um, apparently though, Matthew Shreve or Shrive was in the third season of the Arrowverse. Oh. In Arrow. Yeah. I don't remember. So, there you go. I don't know that I. But uh, it so looks it's like this is a modern take as well ah, as yeah, Weasel okay. is like in it. Yeah, so they'll go to Afghanistan or something. I'm curious. That's the modern war. I'm sorry. Um Yeah. <laughs> the um but yeah, no the I'm I'm curious to see how it looks. Yeah. It, Have you looked at any? I don't like, know if it's gonna come out first, but like pictures or anything or there's the one picture that's been released. Yeah. Of the art? It, the, I like the art style. Oh, okay. I was just looking at, like, the comics of them, and they, you know, looks They're pretty cool. Weird. Yeah, you know, well, it's Frankenstein's monster, isn't it? And a werewolf, yeah. so... I think the Hollywood Reporter has the official artwork. Ah, okay, cool. It looks like... If if that is official artwork, I should say. On, on this comic, they're on trial <laughs> by Hitler, so that's quite cool. Oh. I mean, look, if we've got a cartoon <laughs> about DC fighting Hitler, I'm about it. Says the creature commandos battle Hitler. <laughs> Weird Fuck war yeah. tales, and it says, well, look, and and guess who comes out second best? 
I was thinking doing a uh, like a pitch for like a little mini pitch for all of these. What would you like to see? There we go. I'd like to see him fight uh, Hitler. I'd in like the to see him fight Hitler. No, I think because you can do flashbacks, right? Like it's Frankenstein's oh, yeah, monster true. is immortal. Yeah, that's a these good are point. all immortal beings. You could totally have a flashback to them fighting Hitler. Fuck yeah! I just love it. I might have to try and pick up some of this and give it a read. Yeah, I'm sure it won't be terrible. <laughs> so we're gonna move on. The yep. next one is Walla. Now, this is where things get complicated. Yes. Because it is starring Viola Davis, who's played Amanda Walla in the other yes. the other DC. And it says, quote, uh, Team Peacemaker will appear alongside Davis yep. as a continuation of the Peacemaker show. Now, what is good is that it will feature... It's being written by Crystal Henry... Okay. Who did the Watchmen series? Ah. And Jeremy Carver, who is the creator of the recently cancelled Doom Patrol. Interesting. Now, so that is intriguing. And does that mean they're going to have actors carry over? Does that mean Jason Momoa is Aquaman? Yeah. <laughs> or, well, because the thing is, if there's a universe reset, hmm. Peacemaker exists. In its own weird, wild version of the DC universe, where Superman has no face, um, <laughs> I no, have it's heard... like where there is like a version, like you know, that that could easily be just swapped out for the new actors. I've heard um, a pitch of Peacemaker being the Deadpool, and he's the only one who remembers the oh, old okay. universe. And I'd be kind of a, he was always kind of that meta character. Yeah, he is. I wouldn't very... be against him being really confused by it, but it could be annoying. I don't know. Because I think that my, my one... Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to try that again. I think that my one reservation with the James Gunn-led DC universe mm-hmm. is James Gunn's... Like, we talked about it. Like, he needs a hand on his shoulder. It is James Gunn's, like, approach to comedy. Like, I love all his stuff. But, like, I would be pretty disappointed if we got, like, a Superman who is snarky and he's, like you know, sarcastic and like, oh, ha ha, I'm a Superman and fucking this and that. And like, it's the same like sort of comedy from Peacemaker. I would be upset. Um, so I hope that each movie is distinct and works in their own style. So it's like, yeah, my biggest sort of worry is that it, is that it all kind of feels like what we've seen before with Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad. Um, well, look, despite I, loving I think, those things. I think a quote that, we're going to say... Let's move on to Superman. Superman yeah. Legacy. This is exciting. Super written exciting. Written by Gunn. Oh, no. They don't, no have, yeah. they don't have a director, but, like, maybe it will be Gunn. Yeah, I think Peter Safran said we're hoping that Gunn directs, so... Fingers crossed. Look, I'm here for it. Oh, I um, absolutely am, yeah. The... It's been called The True Kickoff. Yeah. For the DCU. And this is a quote directly from Safran, which I think is genuinely the most exciting quote of this entire slate. It's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Now, that kind of worried me, because I think that Superman should just be human. I mean, like, (laughs) you know, he's still a Kryptonian, but think he sees himself as human, but that's fine. This is the part I love. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks that kindness is old-fashioned. Fuck yeah. Let's get a complete, like, just rejection of Man of Steel. 
Yeah, I can Where that world agree. is against kindness so much that you it's have fucking Jonathan Kent even. being like, don't save them. Fuck off. Um, and instead we get Superman just trying to be a nice guy. Yeah, oh, I think it's awesome. God, I can't fucking wait. Penciling I really for like July the... 11th, 2025. Sorry. Yeah. So I was going to say, I really liked it. He seems to... I haven't read it yet, All-Star Superman, but that's where he seems to be taking the inspiration, at least for characterization of Superman. As I say, I haven't read it, but I've seen the cover, which is Superman, and he's sitting on a cloud, and he's it's smiling, and he's in like a nice cloth suit. I'm like, if you get that Superman on screen, I'll give you a million dollars. Um, I, I hope it awesome. doesn't start with All-Star Superman. Well, yeah. Because, do you know that story? I get, I know the gist of it. It's sort of like a bunch of different stories of his life, right? And then he kind of maybe dies at the end. Yeah, I think that's the only part that I'm like, uh, I hope they don't, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they no, won't no, kill no, him. Jack, no, kill him off in the second movie, Jack. That feels like a, that feels like gun. <laughs> let's do All-Star <laughs> Superman, let's kill him. And Saffron like, no, 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 let's just, hang on, let's just rewind a bit. But yeah, it's I like, excited. I know, because I get the gist of that, though, is it's a, much more hopeful Superman, right? That's all I want. Just give me a yeah. Superman that likes life. Being a superhero and like saving people and likes helping people and being nice. I'm I'm fucking ready for a good Superman movie. Yeah. It's been decades since we've got a truly great Superman movie. Like some would argue that there hasn't been one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're not wrong. They're, like Man of Steel was fine. Superman Cuck was alright. <laughs> it had its moments, I guess. Um, I think the best thing about Superman Cuck, that's Superman Returns, by the way. Um, they know. The best, thing about, <laughs> yeah, the best thing about that movie is that, um, is Brandon, Brandon Routh's performance as he's Superman. Great. He's, he's great. But I think we should probably move on, because we've got a couple of things to get it's through. It's what? Just quickly. It's so yeah. wild that fucking, what's his face? The, the... James Marsden. James Marsden. He James plays Marsden the perfect a... cuck. <laughs> he's a cuck. He, he's a cuck in um in X Men. He's he's getting cucked by Superman. He's probably getting cucked by Sonic now. I haven't seen it. Oh, almost. Um... He's cucked by um Ryan Gosling in the Notebook. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's like oh. he gets to play the rich boyfriend that like gets oh. cucked at the end. Yeah, every time. Every time. <laughs> he has so... such a cuckable face. <laughs> So that's sad. I because he's a pretty man. He seems like a nice dude. Um, yeah, I'm sure he's fine, but boy, I can't wait until Sonic fucks his girlfriend. <laughs> but boy, if uh, if um if there's a girl I like and she's married to him, well, I know that uh, you, I'm safe. You... And, uh, I, I've got I've got a You'll chance. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, I have a boyfriend. What's his name? James Marsden. Come with me, baby. <laughs> All right. So next. up next, <laughs> I, I want to read this because this is bit. funny. I've always yeah, it's very. I want to read this just <laughs> verbatim from the article because I've kind of been following this over the years. All right. Um, Lanterns is the next project after Superman Legacy. And just uh, this is what I like, this this first line. Greg Belanti's long-in-the-works Green Lanterns TV series has been scrapped. No. <laughs> and Gunn and Saffron have parted ways with the longtime DC series steward. So it sounds like Greg Belanti is no longer working at DC on mm. stuff. And the Arrowverse is coming to an end at the end of the year with uh, Flash Season 9. Um, against it. <laughs> a long time coming. Um, so it says, in its place will be a new take on the space cops with power rings. Um, apparently it's going to be very much in the vein of True Detective. It's terrestrial based. 
space cops but earth-based um it will feature prominent heroes uh hal jordan and john stewart it's one of the most important shows that they have in development plays a really big role in leading into the main story we're telling across film and tv so the thing i the question i have about that was like from before i'm like is this going to be a one season affair that's like you know, nine or eight episodes or whatever and they tell that story and that leads into the next thing or are they like we're going to start with one season leads into the thing and then we're just going to keep making seasons until it gets shit I'm not um, against either yeah like as long as it's good I can see them having you know Lantern season one then yeah. they see how that goes they'll obviously kind of come into Justice League which hasn't been announced or anything but I can only yeah. assume that's where they're headed no um, it's the Justice Society it is actually oh. set in the 40s <laughs> yeah look maybe but yeah they're kind of heading into Justice League I assume yeah. they'll appear in Justice League and if Lantern Season 1 was good they'll continue with that if not they'll just make sporadic appearances in the yeah. league I guess because I think that it's kind of like sorry I think I, w- I would hope that it's kind of like how Marvel has done it because um, Marvel's TV movie formula I think is a pretty genius idea mm. um where not all the shows are getting season twos, like, um, because the, you can just carry them on into a bigger movie. It's like, I don't know if Miss yeah. Marvel's getting a season two because they're doing the Marvels. And it's like, Hawkeye doesn't need a season two. I'd love a season two for Hawkeye. I expressed that last week. That's all I care about. <laughs> um, but you could just, you know, transition that into a movie follow-up for Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, and that would work just as well. So I'm mm. like, I don't mind them doing a one-and-done series because it's like, they, they're calling it chapter one of the DCU. In chapter one, there's a lantern show, and then in chapter two, maybe you have something else, but there's a lantern movie, and then in chapter three, maybe that's when season two of the lantern show comes out. It's like it'd be different every time. It's quite quite interesting. I'm so here for it. Yeah, I think it makes your viewing experience across several years a bit more interesting as well. Like how Star Wars is all TV shows at the moment, but they have movies that'll be coming out, and it's like, well, you get to kind of spice things up with what you're watching rather than. Well, you're going to get three seasons of television this year and six movies, and then next year you get the same thing over and over again until it gets stale. Like, keep it different. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, yeah. Um, that... just a little, like, who, who pitched uh, fucking... Oh, my God, I've forgotten the name. John Stewart and... Um... Oh, my God, why are names escaping me today? Hal Jordan? I pitched yeah. Alan Scott. I pitched John Stewart and Hal Jordan in space. Oh, I I thought you were trying to make make it out that I made a claim. Like, no, I I didn't. (laughs) I did it. Look, I'm just good. I'm going to say that's part one of my little. I would say that's a success for adapters. I think that's inspired (laughs) by adapters. Yeah, I I think so. That's why. But yeah, um, I think in the vein of True Detective, that's interesting. Yeah, space cops, True Detective stuff. What I will say, uh, you still there? Yeah. Yeah, cool. What I will say about the Green Lanterns is mm-hmm. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm very interested, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like, I can absolutely see Green Lantern just for some reason not working because uh, it's never worked um, on screen. So I'm, I'm looking up the Super Bowl 2020 because that's the other thing that I'll believe when I see it. Mm. Is the Flash actually going to come out? Super Bowl 2023 is... When's the date? Just tell me the date. Oh, okay. 13th of Feb. <gasps> oh, we're getting a trailer on the away 13th. From the trailer. Oh, I see. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Sorry, I just wanted to see when Flash trailer was coming out. I'm just surprised that, that they... Movie. I'm just so surprised that they never accidentally jumped the gun on a Flash trailer like a year ago. They did that like, behind-the-scenes sort of reel. 
but they never pulled the trigger on like a proper trailer. They did one trailer, I thought, didn't they? Not like a proper trailer. It's more of like, like a, a series of yeah. It's like a series of scenes, and then like Ezra Miller going like, "Here's our Flash trailer." Yeah, yeah it's not really. But anyways, lanterns I'm sure will will work, but fingers crossed. Yeah. You know. The next one, I don't know anything about these guys. The this sounds interesting. Yeah. A movie so, based on a team of superheroes with rather extreme methods of protecting the planet. Yeah. So it came out in the 90s. They haven't really had anything printed or like written since 2010. The good news is, though, about some of this stuff, if you want to read up on the authority, there's like 10 stories total. Like, so 10 things, like 10 volumes of various media, which is not much at all. Um, like I said, ran from the late 90s till early 2010 and that's various different specials and stories it's like there's not a lot to read and i was thinking i'd probably check out some of it because it sounds Hmm. pretty interesting um that's a team i can quickly go over it if you want do a quick little just let me know what it is so they were created by warren ellis and brian hitch uh warren ellis is like a out of the two of those who i know pretty big name in comic books uh characters include the doctor swift apollo jenny sparks midnighter Yes. Um, Midnighter, who I have heard of, the engineer, and Jack Hawksmoor, with the, and this is funny, with the infant Jenny Quantum at the back, so there's like a baby <laughs> on the team. It looks like a team of like eight characters, one of which we've is got, a baby. we got some quotes from uh, James Gunn, if you're interested. Oh yeah, very cool. One of the first things of the DCU is it's not just a story of heroes and villains. Not every film and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy giant things from the sky come and good guy wins there are yeah. white hats black hats and grey hats at its ah saffron. yes um, they are kind of like Jack Nicholson and a few good men they know that you want them on the wall or at least they believe that yeah okay I'm, I'm curious I don't know yeah. if we need another anti-hero show slash movie I don't mind a movie about a darker character though who isn't necessarily yeah. a good guy because DC has those interesting anti-heroes Look, I'm just... Fuck, I hope it's good. (laughs) Yeah, that's the main thing. Sorry, I said like ten things. It says number of issues. There are four main volumes of authority-related stuff. Mm -hmm. It looks like. So, not a lot that you have to... Like, in the first volume, it's 29 issues, though. But it's like, not a lot of stuff if you want to read up on it to sort of... And I, this uh, a Wikipedia article has been updated. A film centered on the team is in development at DC Studios. <laughs> Sounds like I yeah. gotta buy that tablet and read some comics. Absolutely. That's just a, Dustin bought a tablet. And now I want a tablet. That's, yeah. that's a content. I realized we didn't. He's we been, didn't speak he's about been that. getting jealous. I'm um, really. Je- I want to read comics again. A phone is too small. I've been reading so many, so many comics. I read Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Uh, that was it was a bit shit, but I read it. You can't read it because you don't have it. Because you have a tablet. I have read it. I used to oh, have read it. I've read it before. I read it on when I had an iPad, but then it broke. It's, it's a shit, shit story. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit bad. Just want to throw that out there. But speaking of a hopefully fucking good story, this might be what I'm most excited for. I what, say that, par- and I feel like the, tomorrow I won't be. But The Game of Thrones Wonder Woman thing? Yeah, Paradise Lost. Ah. Game of Thrones style drama set on uh, Themyscira. I'm kind of keen for it. I was I interested it until cool. it said it takes place before the events of the Wonder Woman films. And I'm like, do you mean the Gal Gadot ones? Because 
I no, surely not. not. Going to be involved just, anymore? No, they're recasting everyone. All yeah, the main right. three, at least. Right. They can't have Gal Gadot again. But she's like not it a says, good actress. It's just because <laughs> it says it's because it says it takes place before the events of the Wonder Woman films. So I'm like, that means it's that no. it's just poorly worded. Because I think my yeah. biggest issue with this announcement is it was a little bit confusing in its wording. Mm. Um, but yeah, this sounds like it could be interesting. It's like a Game of Thrones esque. Themyscira show, political intrigue and uh, scheming. I'm here for it. I'm, yeah. I'm really curious. I mean, I'm surprised. House of the Dragon sucked balls, but you know, it was this awful. might be good. Let's let's get that Game of Thrones fill. Yeah, no, that's fair. I can see why you'd be excited. I don't like. I'm not overly excited. I'd be more excited if they announced a Wonder Woman thing. Yeah, specifically if they're like, here's a new Wonder Woman film or a Wonder Woman team up with someone film. That would be cool. But I'm not opposed. I think I'm more excited at the concept of, like, oh, we're just getting a Game of Thrones show in the middle of the DC universe. Yeah. They are actually taking risks. They are not just going to do the cookie-cutter Marvel. Yeah. It is, we're getting a space true detective next to a Superman movie that's hopeful and a political drama of Themyscira. Like, we're actually going to see multiple facets of the world yeah. Realised. I think, I, yeah. Look, maybe I'm not excited for the show, but I'm excited for the concept of... No, that's... Unique. I get you. I get what you mean. Yeah. No, that's good. Because, All let's right. be honest, this is probably my most excited thing, because I'm a... The, I'm a simp is, for Batman. This may be the greatest sounding Batman announcement I've ever heard for a film. <laughs> Aside from, like, you, the Batman. Like this, this one, is, then? This is, like, the greatest pitch. This Batman is the greatest film. pitch until the Batman 2 is announced to have Mr. Freeze. Exactly. That's... I'm like it's, like, it's like, you've got the pitch for the Batman, which is incredible, and mm. then this is like sitting at the same table. Yeah. This is amazing. I'm so excited that the title of the movie is The Brave and the Bold. It's so hot. <laughs> That's amazing, right? I, I'm getting like very excited about this because like... I've been advocating for this for years. you got to call your comic book films comic book names. And calling your comic book Batman film Batman the Brave and the Bold is amazing. Even, oh. if, it's called, even if it's not called Batman the Brave and the Bold, but even just the Brave and the Bold. But That's we, amazing. We do That's... have the terrible, terrible name Superman Legacy. I don't hate that either. I that hate sounds it a lot. like a, that sounds like a comic book as well. That it sounds does, like a, but it also sounds it like sounds, a boring Assassin's Creed video game. It, that that too, yeah. As Ubisoft presents Superman, Superman Legacy. Legacy, yeah. <laughs> and but no, the Brave and the Bold. Yeah, um, it sounds excellent. So it says this is the introduction of the DCU Batman said gun of Bruce Wayne, and also intro- this is funny though. It also introduces our favorite Robin, Damian Wayne, who is a little son of a bitch. <laughs> I that is probably the one thing I don't love. I'm excited about I that. Hate Damian Wayne. I'm so excited because it means that we'll get Nightwing and we'll also get Red Robin because they went on to talk about the Bat yeah. Family and they're like so the movie will take inspiration from the now classic Batman run written by Grant Morrison that introduced Batman to a son he never knew existed, a murderous tween raised by assassins. It's a very strange father and son story. I haven't read that yet, but I um, the the comic book to read by the like oh, this would be a cool thing to publish. Um, someone will do it. We're not gonna. What? It's, it's, it's effort. Um, the comic's called Batman and Son, and it's like yeah, Grant Morrison. It's like a whole run went all the way up until like the um the end, like the beginning of the New Fifty Two, like that sort of 
that started all that stuff off. You don't have to read all that, but I think you can read Batman and Son, and it's mm. a Damian Wayne and Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne Batman story that then this takes inspiration from. Also, like Batman Black Mirror, where uh, Nightwing is Batman, where he teams up with um with Damian. They have their own sort of Batman and Robin dynamic, is really cool. So we could see that one day. Like, mm. there is so much. I think that this is the greatest, the greatest news <laughs> for me. I'm like, what an awesome idea. Um, and you can delve into some interesting and icky themes with how Damien came to be. Um, yeah. So no, we're going to ignore I, that part. Instead, I'm going to take credit because what did I pitch? I pitched a young Batman for the Batman movies and an, yeah. a slightly older, because it's going to have to be an older Batman again, which is a shame, but fine. It'll be like, yeah, like 40. It won't be old. I think it'll be like 40. With, like, the Batman movies being the Batman movies, and then separately you've got Batman and Robin films. I'm yeah. very excited. I'm a Batman. That's really, really, really cool. Batman. I just love that it's called The Brave and the Bold. And it also means that we can get Dick Grayson, Nightwing in those films, and then in Matt Reeves' The Batman-verse, or whatever it's called, we can have a young Dick Grayson Robin. That'd be fun. And I'm like, awesome. there is so much that you can do. Um, just for Tim. Get Tim in there. Yeah. I love Tim Drake. Like, just, Put him in. Just do it. I'm so excited. And who could play Batman? I don't know. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. You, you, you want to play Batman? <laughs> you know, yeah, do it. Yeah, to play Batman in his 40s. You I want to play Damon. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm one year yeah, older a, than you, but I think it'll be cool. You're work. a bit older, so you should absolutely do it. <laughs> I think, think it'll be great. Um, and we talked about this before. The Batman sequel mm-hmm. will um, will be released October 3rd, 2025. Apparently, it is being titled The Batman Part 2. I hate that. That's I... awful. I didn't... E- oh. This quote, Apparently thank God. Is... Yeah, 2025 is going to have a Superman and a Batman. I mean, Superman Legacy and the Batman in the one year. I Can tw- can it be 2025 already? Does it say when Batman the Brave and the Bold is coming out then? No, it didn't I say. don't think so. Can you imagine if that was the same year? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, that would be so, the yeah. best year that's ever existed. Yeah, but I do not like the title The Batman Part 2. I, I, I prefer it to The Batman 2. Mm. The Batman Part 2 at least makes it sound like an ongoing story, like The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2. But I wanted it to be called, like, The Batman Sub-Zero or something. Batman um, Heart of Ice. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It like, could yeah. be The Batman Part 2 Heart of Ice. It's a long title, but... That is a long title. It's a very mouthful title. Um, yeah, but that's all very exciting news. 2025 is a long time away. Um, but take the time. Take your time. Just do it. It's fine. We, we, we will be closer to 30 when it is 2025. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. I'm already the, closer to 30. I, yeah, I will the be in two months. or something. It's like, what, what, what am I, 24? Mm. In 2025, I'll be 26. When this movie comes out, I'll be 2026 going on 2027. <laughs> 2026. <laughs> That yeah. means. So, oh, I mean, sorry, I'll be 26. Yeah, 2026. Yeah, I'll be 26 going on 2027 in 2026. Oh, that means I'll be 26, uh, 27 going on 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're 24 now, yeah? Yeah, I just turned 24. Yeah. yeah I'm uh, turning I'm, 25 I'm dis- in two months, so. Yeah, on an un- undisclosed date in, in the past period of time. <laughs> yes, it was yesterday. Which it was you, yesterday. That's what made you so happy that James Gunn gave you a birthday present. It was the best birthday present ever. Uh, next we've got... This one's really exciting. Booster Gold HBO Max. Perfect for it. 
Mm. Um, being described as, I mean, it is the general concept of Booster Gold. A loser from the future he uses basic future technology to come back to today and pretend he's a superhero. I haven't read much Booster Gold stuff. I've mostly like seen him in TV shows like Justice League, right, and shit like that. But what a just a general great concept. It's for an character. excellent idea. Yeah, I've never read anything. Actually, no, I think maybe he's appeared in like crossovers or something yeah i think read. that's my experience it's like he'll have been there but yeah i've never read one of his like stories but when my because my friend explained the concept to me back when i like, first met him and i'm like that's the best concept for a superhero it's like you know it's from the future it's like literally you know what james gunn said like that pitch i'm like that's awesome he described it as imposter syndrome as superhero and that yeah. is <clears throat> give me that's all of that that's perfect as well like perfect for james gunn style yeah Oh, I hope he writes that. Yeah, that should yeah. be a, that should absolutely be written by Gunn. I'm really hoping because DC have done a good thing in the past couple of years with the films, or at least last year. Um, the films that came out, they would release like comic collected sets with the mm. relevant yes. inspiration titles. So That'd like you can buy, yeah. So it's like you can buy like a box set of like the Batman comics, you know, that inspired the film. And it's like Long Halloween and Year One and like Dark Victory or whatever. And they did one for Black Adam. I didn't buy it because fuck Black Adam, no. But um, <laughs> I didn't end up getting it. But it's like I might check out some of the titles in it because I was interested. Uh, but you know, it's like it would be really, really cool to see with each of these films, um, especially because we've got two years to wait. They have they could just release like heaps of stuff that's like this is what like this is the relevant reading, um, and that would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, fuck yeah, that'd be that'd be such a good idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm full of them. Because up next yeah. is quite interesting. You're full of it. <laughs> this one's quite interesting because it pretty much ties into exactly what I was just saying. Is yeah. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, is quite literally named after the the Tom King miniseries, which is just finished last year. Like it was like from 2021 to 2022, I think. It's so hot off the press that you can't buy it in a collected set yet. Um, so hot. Yeah. So this is going to be take cues from the recent Tom King uh, series. Movie promises a different take than what most people think of when Superman's cousin comes to mind. We will see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl, who was raised on a rock, a chip off of Krypton. That sounds really cool. And who watched everyone around her die, yeah, and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life. That sounds less dope for her, but cool for us. Yeah, it says, what I like is, like, she's a much more hardcore... She's much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to. I think what's interesting about that is it means we can have a proper hopeful Superman and then we can have that yeah. sort of darker edge that Zack Snyder wanted but in a character where it makes sense. Have hopeful Superman inspire Supergirl. I'm fucking... Exactly. That feels like... It, it didn't say if it was a movie or TV show, did it? I think it's a movie, yeah. But it doesn't say. I might be wrong. It might be a series. I'm not... Who knows? I, I hope... I'm happy with either, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's... A, uh, yeah, I know. I absolutely agree. But I'm like... I was looking that up today, and I'm like, I think i got to read this, because it sounds pretty awesome. Um, but it's just, you've got to buy an individual issue, and they're still, like, quite yes, it'll, it'll... Yeah. It'll release It'll sell, then. Give it... Yeah, give it three months, especially now that this uh, has been announced. I think it's even more likely. And we this finished This is the other thing... Oh yeah, that yeah. I'm most excited for. This is the other thing that ridic- like makes me ridiculously excited. This this next announcement. 
Oh yeah, perfect. Swamp, uh, oh, yeah, Swamp yeah. Thing as a horror oh, film. Fuck yeah! This I Amazing. think. I mean, we don't really know much about it. Just it promises to close the first part of the cha- of the first chapter. Maybe Swamp Thing is the monster to Superman's god. Oh. <laughs> I'm the most excited I am is for the fact that it's so different. Yeah. Everything is completely like and and not in the way that the original DC universe was, where that mm. felt un just unhinged. Hinged. Just people making whatever <laughs> the fuck they want. Um this is like, oh, in the one universe we're going to get a horror movie and a detective show and a fucking Game of Thrones drama, but we're also going to get classic Superman and Batman and Robin. Yeah. I'm and so the, curious to see how it all fits together. The other other part of the announcement is that anything that's... Because like we did say that like the Batman and the Joker movies are still going to exist and be coming mm. out, but... um. They're going to be under the banner of Elseworlds, yeah. which is awesome. Fuck yeah. Now, my yeah. apprehension with this was this is the second time that DC have announced an Elseworlds separate banner <laughs> for their movies. Um, mm-hmm. And last time nothing came of it because it was all Elseworlds because it was all just an unconnected mess. But um, I think it would be super cool to see... You know, when you sit down, you know, when you sit down to watch a Marvel movie and the MCU sort of Marvel Studios logo comes up. Yeah, it does that. And then, like, for DC. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, when you sit in a Marvel movie and they're just like, oh, there's Westeros. Yeah, so I think, and like, because DC then came up with that, like, um, their little intro. Which was cool, but like, had no relevance to the characters being shown. Um, it would be really, really cool. You sit down to watch a DCU movie. There is a specific logo for that. And then you sit down to watch an Elseworlds movie. And there is a specific logo for that. And then, like, and then you know, even if, like, even if you're a casual audience member, you can have a preface that comes up. It's like, Elseworlds. And then you're like, okay, cool. It's... It's Elseworlds. It's not connected to the other things. It, I just it says need to sit back and enjoy this one thing. And then thing. James Gunn walks on the screen. He's just like, it's just different. Ignore the rest. It's, it's just different. its own it's thing. Different. Did you yeah. watch the Batman one? That's all you need. Don't worry about the rest. This is the sequel to Batman one. Uh, we got a Superman movie coming about. Don't worry about it. Just yeah, ignore that. I part. think, I think that's exciting because it's like if they are really going to commit to doing an L, like a separate Elseworlds run of movies and shows. Mm. You can get all the cool Elseworlds stories. You could get a Gotham by Gaslight live-action movie. You could get... There's one at the moment called uh, Dark Knights of Steel, which is like medieval DC heroes, which I'm about to read. Um, I've heard mixed things. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. My co-worker is highly recommended. So, like, I, oh, I hope it's good. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you can do so much. Like, And even if it's not great, they tried it. And how good. <laughs> I think it. that's what's good about... <clears throat> They seem to be taking the uh, the animated approach. Yeah. Because the animated... And granted, the animated universe ended up being not fantastic. But they kind of had a in-universe... They had their own animated universe. And it seemed to be they'd released two animated movies a year, give or take. Yeah. Where one of them would be connected to this wider universe. And the other one would be its own, like, 
Batman Hush. That's its own universe, it's just not connected to anything else. Or is Hush? That's a bad example. You know, fucking Long Halloween. Yeah. Or Killing Joke. It was like its own standalone story that had nothing else, nothing to do with the main universe. Whereas those other films that had fucking Batman and Robin doing yeah. the Court of Owls, Bad Blood or whatever it was called. That's all like it was all in the same universe. Yeah, which I think if Elseworld they I had... hope Elseworlds will continue, so we do, as you said, get those unique yeah, movies. Yeah, awesome. <clears throat> I just I'm God it fills me with hope. Do you know how long it's been since I had hope for DC? <laughs> like, it's been well, so long. It's like Superman has come down to give us hope. Yeah. Now, I do have to read a hilarious... Uh, Absolutely. A couple hilarious quotes from James Gunn, because um, this is funny. So he, funny he was like worrying to... or funny? Okay. No, 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 they're funny, like, talking about... Talking smack okay, okay. about the old DC leadership. <laughs> oh, yeah, give me that. So, it says... Because um, it sounded like he was having a very candid interview... Because, um, like, basically what happened is um, he got to speak to the press, like, three days ago or something, mm-hmm. and they sort of explained everything. I don't know, I don't know how any of this didn't leak, uh, like, properly. Um, it's crazy. Like, Why? for example, that the Superman movie being called Superman Legacy didn't leak, or the Brave and the Bold. So, he said this. Gunn took direct aim at those previously in charge of taking a piecemeal approach to IP. Um, he has an inside view having directed the Suicide Squad for DC, so he said, as everyone here probably knows, the history of DC is pretty messed up. It was fucked up. <laughs> no one was minding the mint. They were giving away IP like there were party favours at any creator who smiled at them. <laughs> he said, there is the Arrowverse, there was the DCEU, which then split and became the Joss Whedon Justice League at one point, and the Snyderverse at another point. There is Superman Lois, there is Reevesverse, there are all these different things, said Gunn, referencing projects that, yeah, yeah, and even us, we came and did Suicide Squad, and that became Peacemaker, and all of a sudden, Batmite is a real thing. Um, <laughs> but he went on to say, and this is what I loved, because he addressed, um the Superman he addressed the Henry Cavill situation pretty directly so he said it said that um, during his presentation this week Gunn tried to clarify uh, Henry Cavill's ex- exit saying he was never fired since he didn't have an official deal there was a good quote that you brought up um, to me it said uh, he said um, yeah he wasn't fired he just wasn't hired I've got the quote right uh-huh. here if you want yeah 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 read it please um, James Gunn said they didn't fire Henry Cavill Henry was never cast for That's me the one. it's about who do I want to cast as Superman? And who do the filmmakers we have want to cast? And for me, for this story, it isn't Henry. Yeah. Take that how you will. Because um, then he went on to say, or he said this before, he said, um, Gunn went further and assigned blame elsewhere. I like Henry. I think he's a great guy, he said. I think he's getting dicked around by a lot of people, including the former regime at this company. But the Superman is not Henry for a number of reasons. Just love that quote. How how like uh, how real and candid that is. Like, <laughs> I think he's getting dicked around by a lot of people, including the former regime. Like he just comes in, announces a bunch of shit, shit talks the old guy. So funny. I'm um, here for it. Fuck the old guy. This is funny though, it says it, the, the article says it wasn't clear to which regime Gunn was referring to in reference to Cavill, though the Hollywood Reporter previously reported that Black Adam star Dwayne Johnson went around Walter Hamada's back to get permission from Warner Bros. Uh, pictures bosses Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi to tap Henry Cavill for Black Adam. That's yeah. amazing. Makes sense, so, yeah. a terrible film. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Let's make so bad Henry Cavill. Amanda Waller's bitch. Why the oh fuck? god, it's so weird. Why? It was really fun though. <laughs> it was stupid, but it was fun. Oh, but that is that is DC. Um, that answers the. Thank you for joining us as we answered the question: What the fuck is going on at DC? They finally <coughs> might have their shit together. That's what the fuck is going on. I mean, well, still like anything, I'll believe it when I see it. But yeah, maybe. Is it good now? Have we have th- we done it? I think that I am very intrigued to see what James Gunn and his team pull together to make DC Universe movies. That's my very mm. political, neither supportive or unsupportive comment. <laughs> my political uh, statement would be, fuck Jordan Peterson. Oh, nice. And, uh, oh, hang on, wait, sorry, sorry, that was earlier. No, um... I'm just a sucker. I'm excited, and I have yeah. hope again, <laughs> which sucks because I can't wait to be disappointed come 2025. I mean, like if if they fuck up Superman, like their first film, it's all over. It's done. And that's that's oh, crazy. Like I didn't even if the show if the two shows fail, whatever you know. If yeah. the animated series isn't great, look, it's fine. If Waller isn't great, that's not a shock. If they fuck up Superman, what happens? At least we'll have the Batman. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to be in the universe where Superman Legacy is bad. Yeah, but I want to visit it. Yeah, you know, like I want to see. <laughs> hopefully, it won't be ours. But like, in the same way of, I want to see the universe where uh, Superman flyby. Is that what it was called? The oh. Nick Cage Superman movie? I thought that was called um, Superman Lives. I could be Superman Lives. Superman Flyby, I think, was the J.J. Abrams one. Ah, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I want to see that universe. I don't, I'm glad we don't live in that universe, but I want to see what it was like. Just to see what yeah. happened. But, um... <clears throat> oh, God, it better be good. <laughs> Please, I, God, I, be oh, good. Oh, God, let's, let's just hope. Hope that it all works out. It'll be fine. Everything will be great. Everything will be happy. No one has to be sad. We're all happy here. No, let's all be sad. I like the name that. Somebody actually, so somebody called Heroes Reforged put together a cool graphic. I've just seen this come up of like the slate. Like it's not official, Mm. but it it makes it a nice, um, what's it called? Like it's easy to look at. Everything makes sense. So you've got like, Shazam, Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman, Universe Reset, and then you got like Chapter One, Gods and Monsters, and all that, and then you got like Elseworlds right down the bottom, and so it's like Joker, the Batman, Joker Part Two, Foliage, U, uh, the Batman Part Two, Teen Titans Go, and Superman Lois. I love that they just talked about Teen Titans Go as like the <laughs> other big thing. I'm it'll like, never oh, end. It'll never end, and that's just still a thing that apparently is great. So, oh. and um. And look, it sucks that Doom Patrol and Titans are getting... Well, sucks that Doom Patrol is getting cancelled. Um, <laughs> Got him, but yeah. Titans is interesting. I'm on season three and it's fine, but... Um, I got half yeah, of season look, two and went and tapped out. You were like, I'm done. But like, it sucks that those are ending because they do have their fans, but you know, those actors can still come back in new roles. Like, we can still get Brendan Fraser, for example, in a DC movie. Did you hear... Um, um, that fucking they were asked about Gotham Knights 
Oh, what did they say about Gotham Knights? A big old no comment. No, we just ain't like, got no comment about that. No, like, thank what's you. Gotham Knights? What is that show? Who approved that? <laughs> yeah, nothing. What do you mean? What, what is Gotham Knights? The game? Yeah, it's not related. No, no, the TV show. The what? Uh, incredible. I think it'll it'll come out. It'll get a season or a pilot. We'll see. It will have to because it's a tax write-off. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, I think, I that, think that that's everything. Uh, the last thing that I want to mention, not DC related, uh, while we're on the topic of like current shit. And actually, hang on, no, this totally relates in. Hey, mm. Dustin, how fucking good is The Last of Us? Oh my the god, TV it's show. the greatest TV show of all time, maybe? Episode 3, when, I don't want to spoil it, because we're going to do a full series review. Yeah. Episode 3, incredible. That's the, this the best... First, this is the biggest departure from the game, I think? Yeah, I think it's the best episode of the show. Easily. Um, And I think that it's the perfect example... Of how you take source material Mm -hmm. and you change it in a way that still feels completely natural and like it should exist in that original bit of source material, or at least in that world. Because it was an episode of... Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hi, it's Editing Jack here. Um, at, At this point in the podcast, Dustin just straight up spoiled the entire episode. Uh, he didn't mean to. He actually said something really, really beautiful. Um, but I can't use it, because he just spoiled the episode. So, you know, like, go see the episode, go watch it, and, yeah, it's it's good, is basically what we're saying. It's really nice. We'll talk about it more uh, when we review the show. But, yeah, I didn't want to get spoiled for you in case you hadn't watched it. Because I said no spoilers, and then he immediately spoiled it. Like the dickhead he is. I can call him these names, because he's not here right now. Go fuck... When you're listening back... I haven't told him I'm recording this part. When you're listening back to this, Dustin, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, I'm... I'm aggressive today. Okay, bye! No, but that... I mean, like, look, just watch the show. Just watch the fucking show. Yeah, just just watch it. It's Surely if you're listening awesome. to this, you've seen it. Um, yeah. And I if you so. wanted to watch the show and then get a recap... Um, yes, Maybe so. featuring a certain person from this very podcast... So hopefully next week, if it all kind of works out, I'm going to be appearing on James T. Keegan's uh, Last of Us wrap-up, well, Last of Us review show. Uh, He does weekly episodes. The YouTube channel is just called James T. Keegan. um, Link will be in the description. Link will be in the description. He just sits down with a couple of guests, and they talk about the latest episode of The Last of Us. So hopefully, if everything goes to plan, you know, with my setup, because he is in the UK, um, I hope I'll be able to appear on that and get to talk about episode four of The Last of Us if it all works out, because I'm pretty excited about that, because, you know, it's a cool collab. Fuck yeah, I'm really... Our first collab. It's exciting. Yeah. I have stupid work, so I can't come. I'm if it wasn't at... I'm wanting. If, if it wasn't at six in the morning... Um, <laughs> oh, the then UK Then Jack could time. come on board. But yeah, it's like, because I'll, I'll get up early and do that, and it'll be, like, hopefully pretty fun, because I've been really loving that show. Um, I'm so, so excited. Um, pretty excited. I'm excited to oh, listen yeah. to your review. Here's a here's a weird thing um, mm. to end the show on that's unrelated. Um, go so subscribe to James T. Keegan beforehand so you can yeah go uh, check him out. To, listen to Dustin. I've been talking to him. He seems like a pretty stand up dude. So fingers crossed. If it turns I'm, out to I'm be really awful, excited. we'll edit this part. No, we won't. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be great. I really, 
I'm really excited about it. Should I immediately but, um, dog the person who has very kindly invited us onto his show? Is that a good idea? Absolutely, that's a good idea. James T. Keegan, go fuck yourself. I'll fight wow. you for real. No, I'm sure he's lovely. <laughs> so, I'm making enemies. I want to. Sh- who needs to I network? I want to share this. Fight. We, we yep. got to. We got to do YouTube drama next. <gasps> YouTube drama. What? I, so, so this is okay. a weird. This is a weird article. It's a weird thing that's been happening around the world. Apparently huge PlayStation 5 consoles and other statues have been appearing around the world. The first one was a giant Leviathan X. In oh, yeah, I saw that. I didn't know what the fuck that was about. And now a giant console, like like bigger than a car. So... PlayStation Pro that's bigger than the PlayStation? Yeah, but there's like an X in a ice rink somewhere in, in Korea. That's exciting. Um, in Rome, just a giant console in a parking lot. But why um, would they be doing it if it wasn't for, you know, for something like that? It's like an announcement, right? Yeah. Yeah. What I hope, though, and man, if one appeared near us, I'd want to go steal it. Like, you get, <laughs> no, but like, you laugh. No, totally. But come 100%. on. Imagine, imagine being the guy who... And no one would know because I'd wear a ski mask. But like, be the guy who who stole the giant PlayStation or PlayStation like Leviathan X. Sorry, I just wanted to share that because a weird bit of world gaming news. Um, I'm excited. I I literally have no idea what it would be about. But I reckon that sounds like a PlayStation Pro announcement. It's like, like bigger a than a person. I'm watching a video now of like being They're like huge. It shoots a sky beam in the video. What is going on? It has to be something huge, surely. That's so weird. Anyways, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adaptive Health. Hey, Dustin, where could they find you? So I have a YouTube channel called Dustin, a.k.a. Dustin. Um, and I also stream on Twitch occasionally. It's also just called Dustin, a.k.a. Dustin at twitch.tv. Oh, my God. I and can't. What you about should, you, you Jack? do all those things. You can find me on Twitter. At a forgotten donut, and I guess on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash forgotten donut. I know I want to make some videos on YouTube. I keep saying that for the past like year, but and you, you know, still I'll mention haven't. that when it comes. I'm. It's hard to write things. It takes time. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's no, fair. Sorry. That's pretty fair. But yeah, follow me on Twitter. You'll see all the updates. Speaking of Twitter, you can follow the podcast at Adaptapals on Twitter. Get all the episode updates. Get the thing, the inevitable uh, messages when we go, hey, this one's delayed because uh, James Gunn won't get his shit together. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's the. Uh, I that's think pretty much. I'm oh, here. and you can message the show oh. at oh, yeah, at gmail.com. That's probably important to mess uh, to mention. Just have a just have a chat to us. What do you think about the new DC slate? And what episodes of Adapt Pals would you actually like to see? Because we haven't done a normal one for a while. No, we haven't. We but, gotta uh, do one next week. Saying that I think that I hear a theme coming in. Here it comes. Here it comes. So thank you for listening. Much love. Bye bye.